Let's get a lot of big hands today. Come on, church. Welcome to the Rock Church. My name is Miles. I want to welcome all our campuses out there. And uh, Chula Vista, uh, in Chula Vista campus, we'll be installing our new campus pastor next week. I'll be down there with you guys. Let's give them a big hand. God bless y'all. God bless y'all. And can we all stand up for a second? So, who's the man? If you, have, if you have a Bible, please turn to 1 Timothy 6.6. 6. We're going to jump around a little bit today. 1 Timothy 6.6. 6. I, um, I like to drive. Anybody like to drive? Anybody not like to drive? Okay, well, I, if you need a ride, I'll give you a ride. I'll give you a ride. I'll give you a ride. Uh, it's therapeutic for me. I live about 35 uh, minutes away from this uh, location. And uh, driving is, you know, kind of clear in my head. When I was, uh, I don't know, 23, I drove to New York from San Diego, uh, two and a half days by myself. It was such a blessing and drove three and a half days back. And it was just great to get out there. So anyway, I was driving today. And when I drive to church, it takes me about a half hour, depending on traffic, 40 minutes. I was listening to CeCe Winans. And she has a song where she was singing about God's goodness is running after you. How many of y'all are carrying a burden today? <laughs> I guess you're glad for your burden. <laughs> bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. <laughs> she, has very, she has grown comfortable with being uncomfortable, okay? Uh, which is a blessing, blessing. But um, think about that. God's goodness is running after you. Why are you running away? <laughs> Why is his goodness got to chase you? Um, but I was, I was, you know, thinking about the burdens I'm carrying. We all carry burdens. You, you will not stop carrying burdens till after you die. Because even death is going to be a burden, depending on how you die. Um, and so I just want to encourage you that God's mercy endures forever. He will never give up on you. Uh, let him catch you. And what I mean by that is sometimes God is trying to get us to do something and we keep dodging him. You know, it's like, it like you're playing running back or something. You don't want to get caught. And just say, God, here I am. Take me. You know, do, do what you want. And the quicker you say that, matter of fact, I give you a challenge. If you go to God today, and this has nothing to do with my sermon, by the way, but we could always attach it. It'll, it'll, it'll work its way in there. But if you go to God and, and just take a moment to sit down and say, God, have your way with me. I'm actively doing that now. My wife and I had a conversation last night. We were just like, you know, you know, what's, we're two-thirds on average. I think I'm going to live to about 195, 100 maybe. <laughs> I, unless I get hit by a bus, I'm, I think my health will get me there. Um, my grandmother was 98 when she died. She was 99. She was still cooking. As a side note, let me just tell you this quick story real quick. My grandmother, she was half Chinese and black, right? So she was born in Jamaica. Her, fa her father was uh, Kim Fong Wong from China, and he had babies with black women in Jamaica, and that was my grandmother. True story. And it was, it was a kind of messed up situation. But anyway, I went to see my grandmother. She's like 90, 90 40. She's like 90, 40. She's not 97. She's 94. And she's cooking. She had a gas stove and she would turn the gas on. This is my grandmother. So I'm in there. I'm a, I'm a chemistry major. I understand gas and fire and bombs. So she, she, she turns the gas on. And then she kind of walks over here to get the match. This is a true story. <laughs> 
and the match is like a wood, long wooden thing that you just, right? So she gets the match, and I'm, and I'm sitting there going, now, I, I don't want to correct my grandmother, right? She's been cooking for 97 years, and I'm thinking, I'm like, Lord, I'm getting ready to come home. <laughs> then she kind of makes her way over, and she, I'm like, please light fire, light that fire. And then I'm like, this is going to be eventful right here. And I was like, thank you, God. So that's, that's my grandmother. But she, she cooked and she was just, and then one day she just, boop, she died. She was gone. So unless you go like that, death is going to be a thing. And so uh, God's mercy is chasing you. Just stop running and let him catch you. Amen? Okay, that has nothing to do with the sermon. Just came to my mind. Just want to throw that on you. Um, how many of y'all want to retire uh, and, and comfortably? How many of y'all want to retire comfortably? Okay, retirement's not biblical, so get it out of your mind. <laughs> it's just not biblical. <laughs> I, I really didn't ask you that to tell you that retirement's not biblical. I'm not saying you shouldn't retire. That's fine. I think if you retire, you'll probably get bored to death and you'll do something anyway. But I get you, you want to save up your money so when you get older and too old to work, a lot, you can sustain yourself, 100%. But never stop serving God, ever. Okay, so, so, but with that said, if you want to retire, you need good investments. And often the best investments are set aside for people with a lot of money. There are some investments that you can't get in because the minimum investment is so high, right? Um, and it, whether it's real estate, whether it's a startup company or whatever. And so I, you've heard that term, you know, you, it takes money to make money. But really it takes connections to make money. Because even if the investment requires a lot of money, you may have a connection that can get you in with a little bit of money. Okay. What is a great investment? Here's a great investment. It's going to be too good to be true for y'all. Here's a great investment. 100% secure. Guaranteed you can't lose your money. Can I get an amen? That's a great investment. Another great aspect of great investment is that it's affordable. You don't need a minimum. You can invest any amount of money in the best investments. And by the way, when I say 100% secure, secure, it doesn't mean you're going to get 100% of your money. It means that you will never lose your money. But that 100% secure, the great investment that I'm going to share with you is multiple times. Two, three, four, 100%. Okay? But the 100% secure is that you will guarantee not lose your money. Guarantee not lose any money. And, and the second part is that it's affordable. You don't need a big minimum. And the third part is that it's a rewards program intended to enjoy twice. In this life, woohoo, and the life to come. Come on now. Someone say Jesus. <laughs> now, you're like, well, where do I get that? God's kingdom reward program. <laughs> God has a kingdom reward program. It is called generosity. Generosity is a privilege. Let's look at the eight values of the church. Stay with me now. Stay with me now. Our eight, our eight values of the church. Jesus is our message. Number two, worship is our posture. Please come on time to church and learn to really good at worship. If you come to church thinking that me or whoever's up here is going to teach you something and that's going to transform your life and you're going to come once or twice a month, you're, 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 you're wrong. I'm not saying I'm not going to say anything uh, encouraging to you or whatever, but there's so much more to get. 
And part of that is worship. And I would encourage you to worship at your house. When you get up in the morning, turn worship music on. And don't act like you don't know where to find worship music. You know where to find bump and grind music, you can find worship music. (laughs) Playlist, make your playlist. Okay, number three, love is the motivation. We do this out of love. Number four, prayer is our priority. Don't complain, don't whine, pray. Pray, okay? Discipleship is our calling. We're all called to be disciples. People are our focus. Do something is our response. And today, generosity is our privilege. What is generosity? It's where you are happy and willing to give. How many of y'all been to a restaurant or, not a restaurant, Starbucks or wherever, and you pay, you pay, and then they ask you for a tip? You, well, you haven't done anything. You just rang me up. <laughs> Usually, I, you know what I'm saying? Usually I get a tip when, you know, you came over to me, you, ordered my, you took my order, you came back and forth, you made four or five trips to my table, and then I give you a tip. And that tip, you're asking for 20%. And I'm like, man, and then, and then they, you ever see that they, they say, hey, if you want to give a tip right there, and then they look at you like this? <laughs> it's like, man, okay, you got to be willing to give to God. Because you understand this is going to be something out of obedience to God and there's a benefit. Yes, there's a benefit. There's a benefit. God wants to bless you. You should want God's blessing. Okay, uh, uh, privilege is a special right or advantage. You have a generosity, privilege, and, w- and so the question is what special right should you be happy about? The special right you should be happy about is your kingdom rewards program. Okay, let's look at this. God wants to reward you for being, for being obedient. Letter A, let me tell you about the rewards program. How many of y'all like rewards programs? Okay, you, you, you give something and, God, and you get something back. You're like, well, why would I, isn't it insincere for me to do something for God if I'm going to get something back? No. Why did you ask Christ to be your Savior? So you can get salvation. Why do you pray? So you can hear God and have prayers answered and be in line with God. God wants to be in partnership with you. He wants to bless you. The Bible says if, if a son asked a father for a piece of fish, would he give him a snake? No. So if you being evil give good gifts to your kids, why wouldn't God give good gifts to you? So we have to get out of a poverty mentality where we're supposed to be all beat down by God and everything. No, we need to be in a wealth mentality that God has blessed us with all the blessings in the heavenly places. That we have to have that mentality. So I want, before I go, maybe I need to spend a minute on that. I want you to have a blessed child mentality. God loves you. He wants to bless you. I'm reading this book on um, honor and it was, a, it was a very interesting few pages on the mentality of a poor person compared to the mentality of a middle class person compared to the mentality of a wealthy person. I was like, oh snap, I never thought about this. And it compared how poor people, middle class people and wealthy people view relationships, view job, view, view education and view food I was like, huh. Now, so let me, let me give you a little example. A, a person who has been poor all their life, they, in general, they don't, they don't know where, and, I, and again, I'm telling you what the book says, please don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> but someone who hasn't had assurance of tomorrow's food or assurance that I'm going to pay bills, there's always this cloud over how we're going to make it. They, they have a, almost a hoarding mentality where they want to hold on to stuff. 
a survival mentality. I got to survive. So when they, when they eat, they go to the buffet. Pay one price, they just eat as much as they can. And they just eat as much as they can because this has got to last for five days. I'm exaggerating. But, but, the, but the point is hoarding. They have a hoarding mentality. So with money, they'll hoard. Money, they'll hoard everything to themselves. And then a middle class person says, well, I'm going to go for a, a, a good deal. I can afford it, so I'm going to get some good value. Not that poor people don't do that. I'm just, again, I'm just telling you what the Bible says. But they'll go out to a restaurant, but they'll, they'll go to a value place. But a wealthy person, when it comes to food, they're into presentation. Here's how you know. You ever been to a restaurant, a bougie restaurant? And it's like the, the, the meal is way, you know, you may have gone with someone else because you wouldn't have gone there because you couldn't afford it. But you go there and you pay $75 for a food and they give you a little tiny piece of meat and a little flour and a little, a little sprinkle on the side. And you're like, that's it? <laughs> and you like want to hit somebody, right? You got to eat that. Then go out there to, to In-N-Out and get a burger, okay? <laughs> so, so it's all about presentation. Are y'all following what I'm saying? But here's the thing about the wealthy person. The wealthy person has resources. And they have a different perspective on life. They're not, they're not so starved with resources where they hoard resources. As believers, we either have a poverty mentality when it comes to God, where we have to hoard everything to ourselves. We have to hold on versus having a wealth mentality where God has blessed me with all the blessings in the heavenly places. And I want to be generous and encouraging to everybody because God wants to give you generously so you can be a blessing to other people. Are y'all following what I'm saying? So you have to ask yourself, do you have a poor mentality when it comes to God? That God's going to, he's only going to bless you if you do perfectly. And when he blesses you, you got to hold it to yourself. Or does God want to bless you bountifully? Can you trust him to encourage you to be a blessing, trusting that he will replace what you just gave. Now, and it's not only money, it's, it's opportunities, it's, it's introductions, it's kindness, it's things that you want to be a conduit for blessing. So it has to be something that you are willing to do. So letter A, did I, did I, I can't remember where am I. Kingdom rewards are sent ahead. Look at this verse. You've heard it said, you, you, you know, you, 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 you never seen anybody go to the, to, the, to, the, to the grave or the funeral with a hearse and with a U-Haul. You, you never seen a, a hearse with a U-Haul behind it. You ever hear that term? Let me, let me back up. I'm stuttering. You've never seen someone go to the funeral in a hearse with the U-Haul behind it taking everything with them. Because you can't take it with you. Watch this. The Bible says that. Godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world. We came naked. And it is certain we can carry nothing out. Are y'all following me? However, everyone say however. Say sin embargo. Embargo. It means however in Spanish. Sin embargo. Sin embargo. Si? Habla español? Si, si, si. Estoy aprendiendo español. Si, si. Si, si, sin embargo. Si, sin embargo. Me llamo Miles. Soy un pastor de la iglesia aquí en San Diego. <laughs> Cuando yo era un niño, mi papá me decía que yo era abatado de Puerto Rico. Sí. No, sí, no. Mi, 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 mi papá es negro. Mi mamá es negra. Pero tengo color latino, pelo, pelo latino. Suave latino. Sí, 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 sí. <laughs> All the gringos in here are going, I don't know what they're talking about. 
And by the way, gringo, I know y'all might have heard the term gringo. I used to think gringo was a white person, but really it's just an, it's, it's a, it's an American. Yeah, I, I, was, I was in Costa Rica taking Spanish for five, uh, 12 days, and my teacher, we were walking through the city, and she called me a gringo. I was like, I ain't no gringo. She says, yes, you are. <laughs> as far as we're concerned, you are. Anyway, you can't take riches with you, however... You can send them ahead. You can send blessings ahead into your account in heaven. Your 401k stays here. But your spiritual blessings go ahead. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Kingdom rewards are put into your account. Everyone say, I have an account in heaven. I don't know what it's called. It's just an account. Your heavenly account. Let's call it that. It's got a name. I don't know what the name is. Look what the Bible says in Philippians. If Paul says, nevertheless, you have done well that you shared in my distress. He's talking to the church in Philippi. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica, when you sent me aid once and again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek whoo, the fruit that abounds in your account. Anytime you do something by faith, you are generous, you are obedient to God, you get something put into your account. You are going to be rewarded. Now, I don't, I, I don't know about that. The, I'm telling you what the Bible says. Matter of fact, look at the, the, the next thing it says in Revelation. It says Jesus, kingdom rewards are going to be brought by Jesus. Jesus is going to bring your rewards to you. How many of y'all want Jesus to bring you some rewards? Amen. You might think, man, this, this sounds so selfish. It's only selfish if you think about it that it's all about you. On your birthday, when you were five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, all the way up to you die, you want the people who love you to acknowledge you and bless you with something. Can I get amen? That's great. That's how we reciprocate. One of the ways we express love with each other. We get that from God. Why? Because God gave his son. He's a giver. And we receive his son as our salvation. And we receive forgiveness and a clarity of mind and purpose in life and, and forgiveness of sin. That, we receive all those things. That's why we pursue God. That is biblical. It's just not all about me getting that so I could be better than you. That's, that's where the problem comes. Or, or you receiving that so you can be better than someone who doesn't have Christ. That's the sin part. Well, I'm going to heaven, you ain't. You're wrong and I'm right. No, 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 no. I need to help you out. I need to help you out. I, I know I told you the story before of the guy who found this dog. It was a mangy dog. He, you know, he had a, a, couldn't see out of his eye. He had a broke leg. He had all hair patches out of his skin. And, he, and he, the dude would throw the stick and the dog would just look at the stick. He didn't go get it. Couldn't even bark. He just go, eh, eh. <laughs> so the guy got the dog speech therapy so he could bark. Got, got him Rogan, got his hair to grow back, gave him a glass eye, gave him a wooden leg, throw the stick, and the dog go get the stick and come back. He's like, he's functional dog. Dog runs away. It's jacked up. A few weeks later, the dog comes scratching at the door. He came back and he had another dog who had a glass, messed up eye, Rogaine. <laughs> he went out and got another jacked up dog. You and I, that dog, you have to go out 
And help, matter of fact, in two weeks, I'm going to start a, a series on the gospel leading up to Easter. Be thinking about the people out there that need Jesus. So you can share with them the blessing you have. So they can be rewarded. Can I get amen? Let's go back to what I was supposed to be reading here. Okay, it says, Jesus says, and behold, I am coming quickly with my reward. Is with me. To give to everyone according to his work. I am the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. That's what Jesus says. He is going to come back with your reward. I have no idea what it's going to be look like, but I guarantee you it's going to be better when you get at Vons, at Nordstrom, at Nordstrom Rack. And wherever you shop, it's going to be better than anything you can get in the mall. Fashion, Fashion Valley Fashion Valley Mall. Fashion Valley Mall. Mission Valley Mall. Obey, uh, I mean, um, Hermes, Hermes, what is that, that store? Hermes, I thought it was Hermes. Okay. Okay, so are y'all following what I'm saying? So Jesus wants to give you a reward, and your rewards come from your generosity. And by the way, generosity, is, again, is your willingness to give. You can give time. You can give a lending ear. You can give a word of encouragement. Look at, look at the next one. Okay, number one, kingdom rewards are 100% secure. Nobody can touch your kingdom reward. Nobody, how many of y'all believe that your 401k is 100% secure? It ain't. How many believe your bank account is 100%? It ain't. Matter of fact, I was talking to a friend two weeks ago. He was saying some things that weren't politically correct and they took the money out of his bank. Yep. That's a whole nother discussion. It's a whole nother discussion, which is a very important discussion. Your money's not secure. Your health is not secure. Your life is not secure. Nothing is secure in life, but that's secure. Look what the Bible says. Watch this, watch this. Do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth where moth rust can destroy and where thieves can break in and steal. How many of y'all have, have had something stolen from you? Okay. It's an eerie feeling. I was preaching at church in, in the 90s before I started this church. My car got stolen at the beginning of the service. Right, I, I was parked right outside the sanctuary. My car got stolen and ironically enough, thank God, they, the police caught the guy and got my car back before the end of the service. <laughs> come on, come on. I never heard of that. I came out, they said, they stole your car, but it's back. We got it back. The guy went out the driveway. He, he was going so fast. He went through the stoplight. The cop was there. They stopped him and then they, go, they brought the car back. I'm like, oh, cool. Okay, I'm going home. Okay. <laughs> but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves cannot break in and steal. Now watch this. Where your treasure is, there's where your heart is also. If my treasure is in heaven and no one can steal it, it can never be voided, and I am going to eventually die and receive it, those treasures in heaven, those rewards in heaven are the only rewards that I have that I am going towards. I'm gonna say it again slow. My 401k is here, but I'm gonna die and leave that behind. So at the end of the day, in reality, long term, I am going away from my 401k. I'm going away from my house. One day I'm not going to live in my house. 
One day I'm not going to drive my car. One day I'm not going to wear these, this, this Lululemon, nice Lululemon. It's kind of cut flat. You know, I'm going away from all that. But I am ultimately going towards these these rewards in heaven, and by the way, they have a purpose. I'm getting ready to show you what they are. But in reality, that's my ultimate destiny. Not only are they 100% secure, they are what I am going towards. Number two, kingdom rewards are affordable. That means you can invest. You don't have to have a lot of money to invest to get kingdom rewards. All you got to do is have a generous heart. If you don't have a generous heart, what you give is kind of, I don't want to say irrelevant, but it really has got to come from the heart. And it's not even about a wallet. It's about a generous heart. It's about kindness, about a, a, a generous word, a generous attitude, a generous perspective. A generous perspective that when you look at somebody, you don't look for the negative, you look for the positive. How many of y'all got people in your life, and, and as soon as you around them, they're like, let me find something negative in this prayer. Why did you say that? Why did you, you look at me like that? Why are you wearing that clothes? I mean, just, just like their, their lens is a negative lens. This is a negative, negative, negative. That's the glasses they put on every day. They wake up every day and they go, negative. <laughs> then there's some people looking at and say, positive. I have a, I've had a lot of problems with these glasses where my lens keep popping out. So I have to every day, very carefully, I do this, really slow. You want to put on a, a, a lens of generosity every day. And just make sure that you are looking for, to see what God sees. Look at the Bible, look what it says. He who receives me, he who receives you receives me. He who receives me receives him who sent me. As a believer, someone who is blessed, who receives you, receives the person who sent you, which is Jesus, and that person receives God. When someone comes to you, if you receive them, you receive, you receive the Lord who sent them and you receive the God who sent the Lord, you are going to get a blessing. Look what it says. This is so awesome. It says, he who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. When you bless people, God blesses you. Look what it says. I'll make it even clearer. He receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. Everyone say reward. Say I want God's rewards. You don't not want to not want God's rewards. You don't. That's just, that's just not wise. I'm going to make it on my own. I don't need God's blessing. Okay. Let me take his breath out of your lungs. Let me take his sight out of let me take Let me take all the loving people out of your life. Let me take all your abilities out of your life. Let me just take your life. You need God. I'm a man. I'm going to do this on my own. No, you ain't. You're a stupid man. Luke says, whoever gives one of these little ones, little kid, by the way, little ones in the Bible, kids and women were uh, uh, second-class citizens in the Bible. Jesus is saying, if you give one of these second-class citizens in your mind, this is God's elevating kids in this particular thing, even if you give only a cup of cold water, how many of y'all can give someone a cup of cold water? This is the minimum, remember you talked about the minimum investment? Can all y'all raise your hand? You can all give a cup of cold water, amen? You can give a blessing. Even if you give a cup of cold water in the name of a disciple, assuredly I say to you, he shall by no means lose his reward. 
God will bless every gesture. And it goes into your account. Because it's not about you writing a check. It's about you living a generous life. You being a generous person. Not being a grumpy person. Because I would imagine, and this is just the odds are true, there's probably a whole bunch of greedy, hoarding people in here. Can I get amen? As a matter of fact, if you, if you, if you say, yeah, I'm, I'm probably more on the greedy side, more on the hoarding side than not, raise your hand just so we can pray for you. No one's <laughs> no, like, I ain't raising my hand. I, all right, thank, thank you for being honest. Thank you for being honest. Okay, I'm just going to multiply that by 100, okay? <laughs> but, you know, we're not, and, and, and if you're not that person, fabulous, fabulous. Remember, God wants you to think like a, well, a, the child of a king. I don't know if you've been following the Prince Harry stuff. The queen, I mean, it's royalty, like trillion, billions and trillions and zillions of money and power. They don't even know how much. There's, there's no limit. I, you know, I, hey. Your daddy owns the planet that their kingdom is on. <laughs> now, some of y'all are like, well, how do I get access to my daddy's money? <laughs> this. God's going to give you access to what he feels you can be trusted with according to how you are going to steward it. Look what the Bible says. The next kingdom rewards are intended to be enjoyed twice. Now, your 401k can be enjoyed once. You get, I don't know, what is it, 58 and a half? I don't know what age you can start taking your money out without being penalized. I think it's 58 and a half or 63 and a half or 72. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Anybody know? 59 and a half. Okay, so I, 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 I'm past due. <laughs> but once I spend it, it's done. I can only enjoy it once. God is going to bless you where you can enjoy it now and in heaven. Look at the Bible says. This is awesome. <laughs> Let's give the Lord a hand on that. Come on, come on, come on. Peter said, so we have left all and followed you, Lord. So Jesus said, Surely I say to you, there is no one who has left houses or parents or brothers, wife or children for the sake of the kingdom who shall not receive many times, many times, many times more in this present time than the age to come. Now, remember we talked about 100% secure? That means you're 100% going to get it back. But 100% return means you're going to double. Okay? You're going to get everybody back. He's talking about you're going to get many times what you gave up. And this is not even giving like money away. It's like if I leave my parents because the Lord called me and they, my family said, you either choose Jesus or me and you left your family, God's going to bless you multiple times. If I left a a relationship or a business relationship or a dating relationship, whatever it is, because I wanted to follow God and they were going to compromise my faith, God is going to bless you multiple times. 
If I'm in an argument with someone and I'm just going to gracefully bow out and eat humble pie, God's going to bless you multiple times. He's going to bless you. If you have to forgive somebody, how many of of y'all have someone in your life you need to forgive? Raise your hand if you have someone. Raise your hand really high. Look at all you grudging, holding. (laughs) God's saying, let it go. Here's here's you. And y'all who have to forgive somebody, this is your burden. Your unforgiveness. You're like, God's like, let it go. (laughs) While you're doing that, they're over here living their life, probably even thinking about you. Forgiveness is for you. Forgiveness doesn't approve what they did. Forgiveness says, I'm going to stop holding the burden. I'm going to start holding burden. And so here's, so you're going to look, let's look at the verse. Look what it says. It says, you're going to, go back to the verse before. I'm sorry, make sure I finished it. Make sure I finished it. Peter said, let's read it one more time. Surely I say to you, there, yes, yes, yes. Peter says, we have left, yes. <laughs> but surely I say to you, there is no one who has left houses or children or brother or wife or children for the sake of the kingdom who shall not receive many times more in this present time, this is the part I knew I missed, and in the age to come. Say now, now. later. Later. Oh yeah, say this life, life. say eternal life. life. God's blessings and rewards are enjoyed twice. And look what it says, this is gonna end here, this is the best part. Revelation, when the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever. The 24 elders shall fall down and worship him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, you are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and power. I don't know what the rewards are going to look like. I don't. But let's just say this was it. It's not a binder, but let's say this was rubies and emeralds and diamonds and stones that we don't have never named yet. We value diamonds and rubies. We named that. But God's probably got stuff that's just... So so a diamond's bling, a diamond's bling is made up of the reflection of light that shines onto it. So if you have a diamond, how many of you have diamonds? Let's see the diamonds in the air. Just wave. If you have a diamond, just so we could talk to you outside. Uh, <laughs> if you've got a diamond, just look, wave your hand up in the air. If you've got a diamond, anything, earring, necklace, okay. Your diamond's bling is defined by how, how efficiently it re- takes the light from wi- that's outside of it, crystallizes it, lays it, and then reflects it out. That's what causes the, the sparkle. If you took your diamond in the dark, you can't see anything because there's no light shining onto it because the diamond itself doesn't have any light inside of it. It can only reflect light shine onto it. We are God's diamond. We, are, we reflect the glory of God. We don't have our own glory. We're supposed to reflect the glory of God. But I would imagine there may be some stones that God gives us that have his glory inside of it. Oh, I'm just guessing. I'm just making this up. But we get to reach rewards. And when you get to heaven, Jesus is going to come with your rewards. Now you have the rewards. And the Bible we just read, we are going to give these rewards to Jesus. So it's not about you. And when you build this account up in your, if, but through all your generosity and all your generous acts, you are building your account up. And, 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 and at some point, you are going to, God's going to bring those to you and say, here you go. And then you're going to say, no, here you go. Thank you, because it's only because of you, God, 
that I was able to do anything. You brought me into existence. So right now, we're going to go into our time of giving. And here's my challenge to you. You can listen to sermons all day long, but if you don't act on the sermon, you don't change. You don't change. And so there's some of you in here who give faithfully. Thank you very much. And I know that God blesses you. I've been giving since I got saved in 1984, 39 years ago. And God is faithful. Can I get an amen? There are some of you who, who have been coming here. This is your church. And you have never stepped into this generosity value. You, you haven't. And my encouragement to you is like for you to say, okay, God, I'll play the skeptic. He ain't trying to get my money. I don't get your money. Here's the thing. As Paul said to the Philippians, this is for your account. Take, take, take a baby step. Take a baby step. Get your phone out, if you will. You can put that up on the screen. If you can get your phone out and text. If I can put that, yeah. Text give to 52525 or go to our website and sign up for recurring giving. But take, take, a, take a baby step and say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it and see what happens. I'm going to do it and see what happens? God does not want you to just, the, one of the reasons he rewards us and blesses answers and answers prayer is because he wants to encourage us to keep doing it. Because he wants us to continue to lead us down a path to be transformed into his image, to be like him. And so if you have never given, this is your time to say, listen, I'm going I'm to try this. I'm going I'm I'm to be generous and I'm going to watch what God does. Amen? And we have boxes at all our exits. If you want to give a check or cash, we have boxes, uh, offering boxes at all our campuses. Um, but I want to pray for you and pray that God would stir your heart to say, I want to embrace this value that generosity is my privilege to actually send a blessing and account ahead of me. And one day I'm going to, I'm going to experience it here and I'm going to experience it in heaven. Let's pray. Lord, I pray that people who are maybe being challenged right now because they've never given before, that you would bless them and honor them and direct them. Take a step of faith and that you would stir their heart and that they would step into this value of being generous and this idea of being generous. I pray that you would help people realize that they have a poverty mentality when it comes to God. In other words, I got to hoard all my resources because I don't trust that God's going to bless me. I don't trust he's going to replace it. But we've seen God bless us so many times. So I pray that the spirit of God would initiate that in people's hearts today that they would take that step to be generous. And there are some who have given before and they feel like you're stirring their heart to do something even more today. Or you're stepping them from 1% to 10% to really be a true tither. The average Christian gives 2%, about one-tenth of what they give a waitress. Yet God has done so much more than what waitresses and waiters do for us. So I pray that you multiply the giving today. In Jesus' name.
Amen.